0: Want more Gators Breakdown? Join Gators Breakdown Plus. Starting at $3 a month, get access to unique episodes, plus a blog, chat room, giveaways, shoutouts, and more. Gators Breakdown Plus is furthering the interaction with fans and listeners like you. Head to GatorsBreakdown.supportingcast.fm to join Gators Breakdown Plus today. Gators Breakdown, because there's never a dull moment in Gator Nation. All right, here we are again. Gators Breakdown, thought of the day here. Kind of the quick part of Gators Breakdown, quick episode of Gators Breakdown. Going to be a little bit different this time. I'm going to have a guest on. But before we get started, I am uh-huh. David Waters of Gators Breakdown. You can find me on Twitter at GatorDave underscore SEC. Zach, man, I think you're the you're the first guest of my thought of the day. I've been those are kind of solar projects I've been doing, but here we are on the hills of Elite Eleven. Uh, you were out there in California. They're uh, taking part in that. So Zach, good all from uh, Sports Illustrated All Gators joining us here on this Thought of the Day. And uh, and you were you were all ingrained in the Elite Eleven a few days ago.
1: Yeah, uh, first uh, I'm honored to be the first guest on Thought of the Day. That's uh, <laughs> that's a pretty cool accomplishment for me. But yeah, we um. We had the team of Sports Illustrated All-American Analysts. I think we peaked at eight in total out there um, covering Elite 11, getting in really, I would like to say, every single rep, if not the fair majority of reps covering all 20 of these quarterbacks in attendance. And obviously, you know, some guys had stronger performances than not, but at the end of the day, it was a group of 20 of the nation's best quarterbacks in this class, so even the guys that weren't all that great out there still showed us why they belonged in that tournament. Awesome. So Zach, lay it, lay
0: it out for us. What was the format of elite 11? I know you guys in your rankings, you had three days worth of rankings. Was there anything before that, before the competition part or uh, just lay out those, those few days in California for us?
1: Well, yeah. um, On our side, we did not include any sort of, you know, predetermined type of thing into our rankings, like watching film or traits that we had seen previously. And I know that that's what the elite 11 does. And I understand it upsets a lot of people. Um, <laughs> I, I guess I can like say I somewhat get it because obviously, you know, they're bringing these guys in based on the things they've seen on tape. They want right. to see if that all adds up and stuff like that. But for us, like this is a four day camp camp. And there were a total of, like, five workouts for the quarterbacks when it was all said and done. Uh, We really only weighed four of them because the one day, I think it was day three Friday, we had that accuracy gauntlet challenge. And three hours later, the quarterbacks had to go out and throw in seven-on-seven, like, walkthroughs. It wasn't really a tournament. It was just, like, getting to know the team and stuff like that. And I know for a fact that multiple quarterbacks threw up after the accuracy gauntlet because that was a workout. So, like, that type of thing, we were never going to – Factor that into our grading. We just wanted to go day by day, really prioritizing what the quarterbacks did in the camp setting the first three days, and then factoring in the last seven on seven, just kind of, you know, for tiebreakers for things that we may have missed during the week. Um, But I would say it probably didn't weigh in as much as the first three days.
0: Awesome. So, all right, Gage's quarterback commit for the 2022 class. Nick Evers was out there uh, as part of the Elite 11 and uh, really showed out. Uh, finished his third in your guys' rankings. What aspect about his game stood out to finish that high?
1: Well, it's, I mean, this is something that we do see on his film, right? I call him the Texas gunslinger, kind of like Patrick Mahomes. Now. I will chill, (laughs) but that's one of the things that consistently shows out in his game is that he's got some really natural arm power. and He does it from a quick, I call it a three quarters compact release. So it's not one that I would exactly expect to create a ton of juice, but he can put juice on any single pass that he throws. And he was doing it, you know, whether it was on the first day, which is kind of a warm up, they all go through different circuits and try like red zone drill, stuff like that. Uh, The pro day, he got stronger as he went on. And that was another kind of tireless one where they rushed kids through, uh, I think, 20 throws in total, like an NFL pro day type of script. And his arm just got stronger as it went on. Same with the accuracy gauntlet. Like he had come out firing, made a couple, missed a few as the thing went on. Because you have like these four stations and you go through them four this way and then you go back the other way and you got to run through. You've got your time. You got to make, I think, 30 some throws in three to three and a half minutes. And it was another one of those things that once Nick hit his stride in like the third or fourth circuit out of eight, he nailed eight of targets in a row. Six of them went straight through the bullseye. There weren't any other quarterbacks that were doing that kind of stuff, especially as they were getting more tired and getting through these workouts. He just continued to get stronger.
0: When you uh, look, look there in his three days, where can he
1: improve as well? Uh, one thing to me was footwork um he comes from an offense that's very gun heavy they don't do much under center they don't do much traditional play action rollout boots and you could see that there was some placement issues uh when he would get through his throws uh, and through his windup at least after doing those type of dropbacks but like one, the thing that continued to impress me like I said earlier was that his arm power still maintained like the same velocity he was still able to put a ton of juice on those throws even when he wasn't that comfortable with his footwork. And I do think that as the drills went on, he got more comfortable with his footwork. Uh, he was getting coaching points from a lot of great, you know, counselors like Sam Howell, Malik Willis, uh, Dorian Thompson Robinson, uh, Spencer Rattler was out there too. I mean, those guys, as well as coaches that were giving him feedback, he seemed to get better and understand those things. I would say he's far from a finished product in terms of his footwork, but. You you saw what you wanted to see from him in that department, understanding that it wasn't the strongest point of his game.
0: Zach, you and I are, you know we, we we cover Florida for 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 a living in in some ways and uh, and, and covering him you know and trying to take the, the the bias away. And of course we we hear the thoughts of Gator Nation uh, behind us, even the fan and me. Uh, this, you know, this was a prospect that was kind of overlooked. There was a coaching change there for Florida with Brian Johnson to to Garrick McGee, and then the conversation pretty much took off there for for Evers in Florida. Um, is this? You know, and, and, we, and since then we've seen the steady rise uh, of him through the rankings, through the camp settings, and now at Elite Eleven, is this someone that you can see through a senior season continue to progress and maybe shoot up uh, whatever ranking service and what you guys do at uh, SI All American as well as someone that uh, will be looked at as one of the nation's best quarterbacks?
1: I think so. Um, we uh, at SIAA, we don't have rankings exactly like the competitors. We don't have a composite, and I don't think we'll be counted towards the composite. Um, but we are doing, you know, position by position stuff. I think they're actually starting the quarterbacks right now. I wouldn't be surprised if he's in one of our top groups at SIAA, and I would figure on the other services he's going to go up as well. I know he didn't exactly finish as high on, um, two, four, sevens or rivals rankings compared to ours, but he still had an elite 11 finish at both of those. Services and I, I mean, we talked to their analysts out in the field as well, and they were saying the same thing that we were. Like, I came in a fan of Nick because I've obviously studied his game. But, I mean, our team of analysts at SIAA were come from different sites, came from national. They may not have gotten the chance to see Nick as much as I had, at least, and they all came away saying the same thing that I did. They thought he was. We all consistent. Um, it was a consensus among us that he was a top three finisher, as well as the other. Um, the services that we did get to meet with out there, they were all very impressed. They they came away liking him a lot more than they did when he came in.
0: Uh, how does he compare to the top two finishers uh, for SIAA and their rankings? How does Evers compare to those top two finishers for you
1: guys? Um, I think that he's probably a little more polished than Malik Murphy as a quarterback. But with Malik, I mean, the dude is a specimen. <laughs> that That dude <laughs> looked like a tight end out there but he could throw a ball 60 yards with no problem. And I really enjoyed watching him. I think he's going to be a bit of a project at Texas. I think Evers should be able to play a bit before Murphy is able to. Uh, but that being said, I thought that he was truly an elite talent and showed it throughout the week, uh, especially during the gauntlet. He, he was another great performer during the gauntlet, finishing first in that drill for us. And then Kate Klubnick, he's not an elite, I'm trying to think of the best way to put this because I don't think his tools are necessarily all like, you know, tier one, best of the bunch. We're not talking Trevor Lawrence here. Correct. But at the same time, like he did everything good, everything consistent start to finish. Like he his placement was probably the best of the bunch, if not in the top three. Uh, His arm strength is there. It's not perfect, but it's there. Uh, He's not the most mobile quarterback, but it's all there. And I think he could confidently run the same system that Trevor Lawrence did at Clemson. I think you might want to give him a year or so. And luckily, he's got DJ ahead of him to give him a little bit of time because he he should get a little bit bigger. He's like 6'2". I would assume sub 200. He, he's got to put some more on. But he's just consistently good in anything you ask him to do.
0: Uh, Zach, last thought here, man, before I let you get back to vacation. Everybody shout out to Jack, Zach here for taking a little bit of time out here and uh, reviewing Elite 11 with, for, for, for for a rare time off here. So uh, <laughs> Kyle Trask last year saw the great 2020 that he had. In an extended look at Evers from these last few days in that camp setting, what have you maybe seen in Evers in comparison to the great that we saw from Kyle Trask last year?
1: Ooh, that's a good one because I think they're very different. I mean, okay. I think that Evers is going to be more of a threat with his legs. Yeah. And I don't necessarily think he's like a true dual threat speedster, but I I mean, we know what Kyle Trask was and he certainly <laughs> wasn't a rusher. Um, poise. I think if you want to find a comparison between the two, it's poise. Nick the entire time was telling me like, listen, I appreciate where you have me in your rankings, but like, that's just not me. That's just not something I care no. about. Like I I'm here to learn from these coaches, to learn from these counselors, and make myself better for this upcoming season, for my time with the Gators. It sounds a lot like Kyle to me. Kyle never cared about the Heisman. He never cared about rankings. He cared about winning football games. And I think he and Nick are one in the same like that.
0: Awesome. Good good to hear. Good to hear. Kind of, It's Nick Evers week here on Gators Breakdown on the hills of Elite <laughs> 11. So I did an interview with him and his mom out there. So everybody, if you uh, get a chance, if you're listening live on YouTube right now, go join Gators Breakdown Plus. You can listen to it today. It'll be available out there for everybody uh, tomorrow. But yeah, man, like, as you said, you're poised. He, he did mention a little bit, a little bit chip on his shoulder with, with the rankings and stuff. But as you said, it's more about. He was he was so happy about making the connections at Elite Eleven and what that could do for his future more so than going out there and basically proving himself.
1: Yeah, exactly. He, I mean, he said the same thing to me as like these quarterbacks that he got to learn from and the quarterback coaches. Um, Yogi was out there. Jordan Palmer was out there. I'd have to go back and look just to see who all was there because there were a lot of really you know talented guys, guys who understood Quincy Avery obviously, um, guys that know what they're doing. And that was super important to Nick. That was the first thing he said to me after I told him where he finished. was like, that's great, but I just spent five days learning from the best of the best, and I'm satisfied. That That's really all I could take away from it.
0: Awesome, awesome. Zach, man, thank you so much uh, for taking time out of your uh, uh, vacation schedule. I won't say not so busy. I won't say busy schedule because you're supposed to be <laughs> off right now. So uh, <laughs> go, go be lazy. Go, go do nothing for, for the next couple of days, and uh, we'll holler back at you here on Gators Breakdown.
1: Awesome. Uh, Thank you for having me.
0: All right. Thanks, man. All right. That is Zach and all there joining us right here on Gators Breakdown for a quick look at the Elite 11. So, all right. As I said, interview uh, this week with Nick Evers and his mom, Monica, a really unique perspective from the recruiting world uh, out there, from the prospect himself, from his mom as well, going through uh, a pandemic uh, while, while recruiting and then committing to Florida, finally being able to take some visits, going to the Elite 11. Everybody, uh, Like I said, if you want it right now, if you want to listen to it right now, you can jo- go join Gators Breakdown Plus at gatorsbreakdown.supportingcast.fm. The v- interview is available now uh, for Gators Breakdown Plus members, or, you know, you can wait a day um, there. But if you want to support Gator's Breakdown, uh, Gator's Breakdown Plus is a way to do it. Uh, that interview is available there right now. Uh, but you guys can get it tomorrow here on YouTube and your favorite podcast platform. So, all right, that will do it for this thought of today. Thanks to Zach once again uh, for joining and giving his thoughts and looks back at the Elite 11. I am your host, David Waters. You can find me on Twitter at GatorDave_sec. underscore SEC. Guys and girls out there, thanks for listening to this episode and this started the day on Gators Breakdown.